are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Mariners, your home for daily Seattle Mariners news and analysis. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today is Friday, November 19th, 2021. I'm your host, Titan Gonzalez. Still a little bit sick, but we're getting there. Hopefully I'll be better by Monday and you guys won't have to listen to uh, whatever this has been over the last few days. I'm joined as always by my co-host Colby Patnode. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. It's D-A-N-E G-N-Z-L-Z and Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. Be sure to also check out our Patreon where we talk about the Mariners even more and also get into some non-baseball talk twice a week. Visit patreon.com forward slash control the zone for more information on that if you're interested. And on today's episode of Locked On Mariners, it is everyone's favorite fan fiction Friday. If you're new to the show, we asked our listeners to provide their Mariners mock trades. So we're going to read as many as we can and grade them on the 20 to 80 uh, grade scale throughout today's show. And if you like what you hear, give the show a follow or subscribe wherever you listen to this. We greatly appreciate that. Um, so let's start off with a couple of trades that we got via email, actually. And you guys can email us at lockedonmariners at gmail.com. Starting with Travis Hillary, who has a massive, massive trade proposal here for Jose Ramirez and Miles Straw of the Cleveland Guardians, who are now officially the Cleveland Guardians as of today. Uh, Travis has the Mariners trading Kyle Lewis, Abraham Toro, Paul Seawald, Noel V. Marte, and Brandon Williamson to Cleveland for Jose Ramirez and Miles Straw, which is honestly pretty similar to a deal that I put together for my own personal offseason plan for Jose Ramirez. So, Colby, I know you hate this idea. What are you giving it on the 2080 scale? Um, 30. Uh, it's uh, it's all right, but why explain to me because you never explained to me why you hated my idea, uh, because you came up with it. But, um, honestly, I I don't think it's enough. Uh, Ramirez is still, you know, MVP candidate, two years left at a very reasonable salary, and Straw, I think, has five years left, four years left of club control. And it's coming mm-hmm. off of a, a big year, and, and we know how shallow the center field market is. Um, so I don't know if that's going to be enough. Uh, there really isn't a, a young pitcher. Um, you know, Lewis's trade value is pretty dampened right now. Seawald kind of only done it once. And, and if you're if you're Cleveland, right, and you're going to keep or you're going to trade away Miles Straw and Jose Ramirez, why do you care about getting back pieces who help you this year? Particularly if they're relievers who might not help you this year, or if they're a guy who's coming off of injury. Like Kyle I look Lewis. at Seawald as like a fifth piece here, who is just someone for Cleveland to pot- uh, to potentially bank on selling at the deadline. Maybe, but I still don't think that's enough. I don't think they're trading Miles Straw, and I don't think they're trading Jose Ramirez. Uh, right. Whether they should or shouldn't, I, I mean, I think they should trade Ramirez, but I don't think they're going to. I think they're going to try and put together a pretty good team here. So if they trade Ramirez and Straw, they're trading away about conservatively eight wins. Um, are they going to get back eight wins in, in a trade like this? No, they're not. So I just don't think that they're going to do a deal like this. Um, do I think they would like Lewis? Yeah. And Williamson? Sure. Noelvi? Yeah. 
uh, I just don't think that this is it's realistic, to be quite honest with you. Um, I think the evaluation is okay, but I, I just I don't see I don't think Jose Ramirez is is a discussion worth having at this time. That could change. Uh, but for now, I just I don't see really any scenario where Cleveland trades him. It's uh, I mean, it, it, it it's it has the right idea with Cleveland in terms of what they've historically looked for in trades for some of their bigger pieces. Like they they like bulk. They like getting major league pieces back. You give them an out, you know, an outfielder. That's basically the Miles straw replacement with probably a higher upside. Kyle Lewis Toro gives them a you know a replacement at third obviously you're not going to come close to replacing jose ramirez but that that does make sense seawald you can bank on on trading and, and getting something back for him at the deadline no is a top 10 prospect in baseball brandon williamson is criminally underrated quite frankly but like you said uh, you know i i think in general the valuation is fine i don't know if cleveland would actually take it though it's hard to gauge what they want really in general. So, you know, and, e- and even when I came up with a similar, similar deal like this, I-, I forget exactly what it was, but I know it was it, Kyle Lewis and Toro were a part of it. I know Noelvi was a part of it as well. I think Matt Brash was in there. Um, but even with that, it's still like you, you still don't feel super comfortable with it because you just don't really know. So I'm going to, give this one like a 45 wow i'm gonna give it a 55 you suck you already said 35 goober i was joking or 30 maybe i was joking you ever think of that no you weren't you weren't i think no no takesy backsies (laughs) i think it is a generally good valuation i just i think jose ramirez trades are generally a waste of time i just i don't see it happening Unless you're going to give up Julio, maybe Kelnick, or Kirby. But if you're not willing to give up those three, I don't think Cleveland has any incentive. At least they say they don't have any incentive to trade Ramirez. I would do it if I were Cleveland. I would I would trade Ramirez. Um, mm-hmm. Because we saw what yeah. keeping Lindor the extra year did to their return. Crashed yep. it. So I would, I would avoid that mistake. But do I think Cleveland's going to? No. Sure. I agree with that. All right, so um, Andrew Wood, and by the way, thank you, um, sorry, Travis, for uh, submitting your trade idea. Greatly appreciate it. So Andrew here, uh, Andrew Wood, who's also a subscriber of our Patreon podcast, um, has a three-team deal here with the Phillies and Twins. Uh, This is a pretty big one, so so get ready here, Colby. Uh, The Mariners get Byron Buxton and Zach Eflin, two guys that you really like. While the Phillies get Justin Dunn, Nick Margavages, Luis Arise, and Josh Donaldson. And the Twins get Emerson Hancock, Alec Baum, Hans Kraus, and Gene Segura. And uh, Donaldson also comes with $5 million from the Twins. So that's a lot. Um, it's a lot to go over. <laughs> so what? just break it down from the Mariners' perspective. I don't give a crap what the... Yeah, Mariners get Buxton and Eflin, and they give up Justin Dunn, Nick Margavages, Emerson Hancock. That's it, apparently. And then the Phillies to give up Eflin and Gene Segura and Alec Baum. And 
and Alec Baum get Josh Donaldson, Luis Arise, Justin Dunn, and Nick Margavages. Don't know if that makes sense for the Phillies. The Mariners just aren't giving up enough. Yeah, Margavages and Dunn just don't do much for anybody. Um, yeah. Dunn more like so Dunn- than the Margavages, but like even Dunn's lost a lot of trade value. Right. I mean, what are, what are the Phillies going to do with Justin Dunn? You know, like yeah. if they're acquiring a rise and, and, and Donaldson and they're taking on that much cash. They're going for it. So what does Dunn get them? Nothing. <laughs> Dunn would, should go to the Phillies and the Mariners should give uh, like a Stecken rider or something to, to Philadelphia to help their bullpen. Like, I, I think, yeah. like, what's the incentive for Philly to do it? As, would the Mariners do this? I hope so. Um, yeah. But I don't think it's enough. Yeah, this would be a no-brainer for the Mariners, I think. Yeah. I just, I don't think the Mariners are giving up enough. Um, the Twins, you said, would get... Uh, Hancock, tw- Baum, Krause, and Segura. For uh, Buxton and Donaldson. For Donaldson... Buxton and Arise, yeah. Yeah, it seems like a stretch for Minnesota too. Yeah. So eh. I don't know. They do get Segura, which does help, but yeah, I think I think it's too light on Seattle side. I think they need to give more, and I think the more mm-hmm. they give probably has to go to Philly. Yeah. Um, or maybe even a little bit to Philly, a little bit to uh to Minnesota. But it's creative. Yeah. Yeah, it's a creative deal, and you know these three team deals in general are are insanely hard to uh, get down pat where it, where it makes sense for all three teams. So for that, I'll give it forty five to a fifty. I'll give it a fifty two. Okay. Uh, a- Andrew has another three team trade, by the way. This oh, one with boy. the Mariners, Yankees, and Reds. Which uh, the Mariners, Yankees, and Reds kind of made a three team deal in a way a couple of years ago. It wasn't really a three-team deal, but eh. the the you know remember they they the the Yankees traded Sonny Gray to the Reds. They got Shed Long, and then Shed Long eventually went to the Mariners for Josh Stores. But uh, the Mariners here in this deal get Tyler Malley and Zach Britton. The Yankees get Kyle Farmer and Eugenio Suarez, and the Reds get Matt Brash, Zach Deloach, Justin Dunn, and Glaber Torres. Jesus, that's what say it one word. The Mariners get who? Tyler Malley and Zach Britton. Ooh. Okay. And they give up Matt Brash and Zach Deloach and Justin Dunn in this deal. Seems the Reds get Glaber Torres and the Yankees get Kyle Farmer and Eugenio Suarez. It's interesting. Um Yeah. It's not terrible. No. Isn't Britain like out for the year though? Yeah, he had he had surgery on September 9th. So I would say that and that was, you know, Tommy John. So the, I I would say um uh, probably not. Also Oh, okay. It wasn't I don't Britain I don't think was a free agent. Like his contract expired after this year. But uh, he had a 2022 team option for $14 million. But the team had to decide whether or not to pick up that option after the 2020 World Series. 
So yeah. I'm going to assume that they did. They decided to pick up that option. Um, but yeah, it's it's like you're taking on 14 million for this is what we talked about yesterday. You can't just take on salary for a guy who's not going to help you. Uh, has no shot of helping you in in 2022. So Britain has no shot of helping you in 2022. So taking on 14 million dollars, just getting nothing out of that 14 million, I don't think that's a good idea. So um, as much as I like Tyler Malley, uh, I just Britain to me, I, I just I don't want to spend at that point. You're spending about 20 million dollars and prospects to get Malley. Seems a bit much for me. Yeah. Yeah. But again, another another fifty ish grade because it's creative. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's not solid. terrible. Solid. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, in just a second, with more trades. But real quick, want to remind you: this episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by Built Bar. I love Thanksgiving, all of the good food and treats, and plenty of them to go around. But maybe you want a yummy dessert, one that isn't so full of calories and sugar. Well, it's the perfect time for Built Bars. Built Bar is the new holiday dessert. Feast on something delicious and feel good about it for once. One slice of pie has an upwards of 300 calories, and that's on the low end if you're lucky. Meanwhile, most Built Bars are only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar with plenty of protein. Replace the coconut cream pie with coconut Built Bar. Go for a raspberry Built Bar instead of that raspberry pie. There are lots of good flavors to replace any pie or any other unhealthy fattening dessert. Low calories, low carbs, low fat, high protein covered in 100% real chocolate. Built is a great option for when you're hungry. And if Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, go for a Built Bar or two. Share some at your family gatherings. It will make things less awkward, I promise you. And maybe Aunt Betty hasn't even tried a Built Bar yet. New surprises all month. Limited time flavors arriving at Built.com regularly, so check the site often. And of course, there's nothing like a Built Bar Black Friday. So mark your calendar. Black Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off your order at Built.com. You're listening to Locked On Mariners. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day, just like you do every day. We greatly appreciate your support. We're going to look at Twitter now for uh, your trade ideas, starting with uh, Curtis Christensen, who has an idea here for Sean Manaya, which the Mariners get uh, left-handed pitcher Sean Manaya from the A's, of course, for pitching prospect Taylor Dollard and one of the best names of the Mariners organization, Patrick Frick. Colby seems too light. Um, I'm not, I'm not saying that uh, Oakland wouldn't take a bulk deal because they will um, mm-hmm. maybe not specifically for Manaya, but Oakland is kind of known for they'll, they'll take, you know, five 45 great prospects instead of three 50 great prospects. Um, because they, they trust their player development system. And, you know, to their credit, their, the A's player development system is very good. So um, they will take bulk if they see more upside. But I just I don't think that's even enough bulk for Manaya. Um, I like Dollard. Uh, Patrick Frick mm. is kind of a, eh. I mean, just seems destined to be kind of a, a Donovan Walton at best. Um, so I think if you're, you're going for a bulk deal with Manaya, you need to actually add a bit more bulk so yeah um i like the trade target and i I do think dollard is going to be uh an arm that other teams will be interested in but for manaya i i don't think that's enough 
Yeah. Uh, I agree. I would think that you need to add at least one guy that's in your top 12 to make this work. Phillips. Somebody like that. Yeah. Someone like that. Uh, I'll give it a 40. Yeah. You? Okay. All right. So uh, let's uh, let's go to Stan here at Mariners Pain Love. Uh, the Mariners get Shane Beaver and Miles My- Straw. So I- I'm sure this is going to go in a similar fashion to how it went in the last segment. Uh, Cleveland gets Emerson Hancock, Brandon Williamson, Evan White, and Dylan Moore. Colby, your thoughts? Uh, say that one more time for me. That's that is a lot. Bieber and Straw for Hancock, Williamson, Evan White, and Delamore. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, potential Cy Young candidate and Shane Bieber and a controllable center fielder with elite defense. Yeah. No. Yeah, Delamore and um, Evan White shouldn't be in anybody's trades. Uh, like trade packages, they're just not. They just don't have value. Uh, unless, so unless you're getting a, a damaged player, uh, then somebody like Evan White just isn't going to appeal to anybody right now. So uh, no, that's like a, a 30. Yeah, I'm going to go like 25 or 30, honestly. Sorry, Stan. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jack at, oh boy, at Daddy DePoto. <laughs> on Twitter. Oh, Matt okay. Chapman, Sean Manaya, and Chris Bassett for 110. Uh, of course, yes. One uh, 80 grade. 80 this, grade trade idea. This is this is why I didn't give Stan a 20 cuz I needed to save it for this. Here's the 20. <laughs> like B minus joke. Like 60 60 grade joke. No, like 55 sure. grade joke. 20 grade okay. trade offer. We got a similar trade idea from uh, Jerry Savage DePoto, our buddy <laughs> at Savage DePoto on Twitter. Sure. Zach DeLoach, top prospect, Zach DeLoach for Juan Soto. 90 grade the, trade. I don't think the Mariners are getting enough <laughs> <laughs> for the meme. Um, yeah. Uh, Juan Soto is not getting traded guys uh, in, in, in a yep. serious, you know, note here. Somebody was talking about, uh, somebody asked me on the AMA, on uh, Sunday night, they were asking, you know, what would the Mariners need to give up? Like how many of the top prospects would the Mariners have to give up to get Juan Soto? And I said, all of them, because there's a very real chance that the Mariners could go to Washington and say, here's Julio, Jared, Gilbert, and Kirby. Will you give us Juan Soto? And they would laugh at you. (laughs) That's how good Juan Soto is. He's probably the best pure hitter in baseball. And he's like, what, 24 like you're not getting Juan Soto. So Curtis Christensen also had a uh, question about Justin Upton. Uh, would acquiring Justin Upton as a way to take on a contract and get a good young player along with Upton be worthwhile for the Mariners, or would it not be a good idea since it gives the Angels salary li- relief for this year? Upton has one year at $28 million. My question, my response to this is what young player are you getting back from the Angels? They don't have any. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And uh, for $28 million, I better be getting a really good player in return. And they just don't have that. No, they just, they don't have that. By the way, it does well, not within matter the, within the, within, you know, reality. Right. <laughs> I mean, they're not trading Brandon Marsh. Um, yeah. Or David Fletcher, even 
Uh, I don't even know if Fletcher's good enough. Um, or Jared Walsh, any of those guys. Like, yeah. Like it just, just no. And by the way, I don't, yeah. I don't care at all that you give the Angels salary relief. I really don't care about that. Um, yeah. There's just not anybody that makes not anybody who would be available in the Angels organization who makes who who with whom it would make sense to eat twenty eight million dollars on Justin Upton, who's pretty mediocre at best right now as a player. So, no hard pass. What is with all the meme trades today? Got another one here from the Poker Monkey. J.P. Crawford and Jerry Kelnick for Vladimir Guerrero Jr. <laughs> uh, 20 grade. 15 grade. <laughs> um, Curtis Christensen has another trade idea, actually. Nope. Would you guys trade Emerson Hancock, Luis Torrens, and Adam Macko for Luis Castillo? No. Yes. No. Yes. I would. Uh, Luis Torrens is, is way too good to be traded. <laughs> it's it, it would be like trading Vladdy Jr. to trade Luis Strange right now. It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, I wouldn't hate it. Uh, I yeah. would prefer to replace Torrens because I I know that there's like the the meme is like I love Luis Torrens. I don't, but I love that he's at least an average bat, and the Mariners right now have like two of them. So why, why would I trade the third average bat you have? Um, so, yeah, I would I would rather give up something which may seem a little more significant to others rather than give up Torrens because Torrens can help you in 2022. Um, so, yeah, it's not it's not terrible. I would just try really hard to remove Torrens. From, I'd rather give up Kyle Lewis than Luis Torrens. I'm not saying English okay. trade, by the way. I'm yeah, just saying I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Luis Torrens. Luis Torrens has proven he can hit for longer than a month. Can you say the same about Kyle Lewis? Because you can't. We don't have time for this discussion. All right, we're gonna we're gonna move That's on here. We got more trades for. coming up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll give exactly. this a fifty. If you want to list. <laughs> no, you know, I'll, I'll give oh, you yeah, a fifty-five. We haven't graded the last couple of trades, but I'll, I'll give this one a. I'll, I'll give this one a fifty-five. Yeah, I think that's about right. It's it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. We got we got more trades coming up in just a moment. Real quick, want to remind you this episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by betonline.ag. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports bet online where the game starts got a few more trades to go over here let's start with dal compone at dal sharp on twitter levi stout jake fraley and jake shiner to the reds for sunny gray i mean jake shiner is completely inconsequential here so really it's levi stout and jake fraley for for sunny gray what do you think about the steel coley honestly fraley is kind of inconsequential too if we're being honest about it um yeah it's not enough uh yeah i do think the reds might like stout uh i've heard yeah. that they really like brandon williamson so 
Um, I think that Stout would be appealing to the Reds in this trade. I, I don't know that Fraley would. I just, he was so bad in the second half. But the Reds are, you know, they're going to be bad next year. So maybe they like him. Um, I think if this was Williamson, Stout, and, and Fraley, you might have a shot at it. But uh, I think Stout mm-hmm. would have to be the second best piece you're giving up. And then it kind of depends on, you know, how desperate are, are the Reds to, to move salary because Gray's only going to make like $10.5 million. So it's not like he's a, you know, $18 million guy. So we'll see. But uh, I mean, did they not just this- give up on Wade Miley entirely, entirely yep. for like $6 million? Yep, they did. Uh, I'll give this trade like a 40, 42. I'll give it a 45. Um, because I I do think that Fraley has some value. I think there's going to be a team out there that probably likes Fraley. Um, okay, and it might be the Reds. That he might make sense for the Reds. Um, all right. Uh, Dal Capone has another trade. Jared Kelnick, Emerson Hancock, Taylor Tremell, and one ten for Brian Reynolds. I mean, ideally, you would like to trade Kelnick instead of Julio in this deal. I think because. Kelnick's more comparable to Reynolds than that. Really, you're hoping that Jared Kelnick ends up becoming Brian Reynolds one day. Mm-hmm. Um, so from the Mariners' side, yeah, that would be great. I don't think the Pirates are going to do this, though. No, I also don't think, honestly, the Mariners want to trade Kelnick, uh, even yeah. though I would. Uh, I would do this if I were the Mariners, yes. And I think it's yeah. it's interesting enough that Pittsburgh would engage but I think ultimately what would happen is they say, well, look, we don't care about Wontane that much. Let's, do you want to give us Brandon Williamson? Or even like, do you want to give us like, you know, Chris Flexen? <laughs> you know, something that just doesn't really make a lot of sense for the Mariners at this point. Um, right. So I don't know. I give that one like a, a 45, maybe a 50. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 45 to 50 is a good spot there. Uh, I do like it. I, I I think it's a good initial offer to Pittsburgh, one yeah. that you can build on and negotiate from. Um, all right. So moving on to Aiden here at SFNE fifty eight, Mariners get Gio Urshela from the Yankees, uh, and the Yankees get Evan White and Drew Steckenrider. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Urshela had a bad year last year. Um, yeah, Evan White at third base. Evan White is inconsequential to this deal. So it's Urshela for second rider. Yeah. And actually, it hurts your offer because the Yankees have to carry Evan White on their 40-man roster. Um, so actually, it, it probably hurts your your offer here. Um, plus, why why are we tacking on Evan White like he's a throwaway? He's only going to make a million bucks next year. Just keep him and see what happens. Yeah. So um, I'm yeah. going to ignore Evan White in this deal, and I'm going to look at second rider for Urshela. I think that's interesting. Um, would the Yankees do it? I kind of doubt it. But yeah. I think it's... I don't think I it's would, terrible. I I, no. I think it's plausible. I'd give it a 50. Like, I think it's solid. Yeah, I I'd think give it a 52 just because I want to... I just want to outdo you, so I'm going to give it a 52. I mean, that's basically your entire business model. Just wait for the yep. smart person to That's say something brain. and then try to slightly outdo them. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's uh, it's solid though. In all seriousness, it's it's definitely something to to think about. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I like Urshela. I think he's a good bounce back candidate. And if uh, the Yankees went bullpen help, I think that makes some sense. Because, I mean, Steckenrider was a top 30 reliever in baseball last year per F4. So, I mean, that's not nothing. Yeah. All right. So, moving on to uh, Thaddeus here. At Thaddeus Third, I really like this idea. It's mostly because I'm just, I'm, I'm biased uh, on the, uh, for the, uh, the player that the Mariners are getting in return here. Uh, Kyle Lewis to the Tigers for left-handed pitcher Tariq Skubal. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is something that we ha- haven't heard before, so I, I like the creativity on this uh, quite a lot, and I, I like Scoville a lot, who uh, started to figure things out a little bit towards the end there for the Tigers uh, this yep. year. He had a dreadful rookie season, uh, but he threw almost 150 innings this year, uh, averaged over a strikeout per nine from the left side. Uh, I think this is a really creative and fun deal. Yeah, yeah, it's really creative. Uh, it's different. I'm going to give this, honestly, because I think the Tigers would probably consider this, by the way. Um, I think I'd give this like a 58. Because I don't want to give it a... I, don't, I, I think 60 is too aggressive, but I think it's better than a 55. It's a 65. Um, 60 is too aggressive. Um, I, I don't know. I think the, the Tigers would want, would want more, um, but I do think that the more would probably be relatively inconsequential because um, obviously they just signed Rodriguez. They have a lot of young pitching already. They do need outfield bats. So I don't know. Could you get them for like Fraley and, and Lewis? Maybe. Um, I like it. But uh, the real winner here is your Twitter handle. Um if that is a reference to the television show Recess, I like where your head's at. Uh, shout out to Bo Stanfield, who said that he bought some Built Bar. Yeah. Thanks for supporting yeah. the show. And uh, Eli Sellers here at Eli Sellers 24 uh, has an idea for uh, trading for Ryan McMahon, third base, mm-hmm. uh, second baseman of the Rockies. Zach Deloach and Levi Stout to the Rockies for Ryan McMahon. I mean, obviously, this is a guy that has underachieved at the plate, but a really good defensive player at both positions. Um, what do you think about trading for McMahon and uh, giving up Deloach and Stout and the steal? Seems a bit much just because McMahon's never been an average major league hitter. Um, yeah. Pretty close to major league hitter. I mean, uh, but he's never been a, a 100 WRC plus guy. And, and yeah, he's a good defender, but. Deloach and Stout are just, they're, they're not great prospects. Like if this came across the ticker, you're like, okay, like I get it. I wouldn't be thrilled with it though. I, I'd give it a 50. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. I like McMahon a lot. I'm pretty yeah. high on him. So I'd be excited about that, about getting the player that you're getting back. Giving up Deloach and Stout kind of stings in that deal. Mm-hmm. I think it is a bit of an overvaluation, but that might be what it takes to get him from the Rockies, to be quite yeah. honest with you. So it really depends on how much you like McMahon, which I do a lot. So I'll give this like a 50 or 52, somewhere in that range. Yeah. Uh, Sup on on Twitter uh, at PSA89 
PSUH89 on Twitter. Uh, has the Mariners taken on uh, Jason Hayward's contract to get Nico Horner for yes. Taylor Jamel and Justin Dunn? I'm I'm not super thrilled about that. No, I don't really care about Dunn. All that I it's this is a tough one to evaluate. Um, like I Horner, like Horner. It's just like, do I really want to take I mean, on that Hayward, fine, Hayward contract? Yeah. yeah. Like, there's not a lot of upside there with Horner. Um, he's, I mean, yeah, Hayward's got like. 50 million bucks or something guaranteed to him the next two years, uh, 44 million over the next two years. So I have to give up Tremel and Dunn for $44 million. Like, and it's not like Hayward is to pay $44 million for Nico Horner. Right. <laughs> well, and, and whatever you get from Hayward, who's really like a fourth outfielder at this stage of his career at best. So yeah, yeah I'm going to pass on that. Yeah, I yeah, uh, just from the Mariners' perspective, I mean it's creative. Like we, I haven't heard Nico Horner really before in uh, any of these episodes, so that's cool. Um, it is a creative deal, but I, yeah, I'm gonna say forty at best on this because I just I don't like the fit for the Mariners. Yeah. Um, all right, final deal here, and of course we had to finish it on jordan levitt at mormon pizza man who has another reds mariners deal this guy i i think all he does is study the reds and the mariners as uh, trade partners <laughs> brandon williamson to the uh to the reds for nixon zell and i assume mike moustakis he said mouse i assume he probably means, he means yeah uh, um, yeah i i why would I want to take on Mike Moustakis's deal just for Nixon Zell and give up one of my best pitching prospects in the process? Yeah, Senzel's like an average pitcher. Uh or sorry, Senzel's like a an average ish player and Moose is an average player right now. And so give up Williamson for a utility guy and maybe a platoon third baseman. A sixteen million dollar platoon third baseman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, make uh, make Senzel gray, and maybe we'll talk. Yeah, yeah, that's that's where I would be. I, I need to get one of the pitchers. I, I don't care about Nick Senzel, quite honestly. I, right. I really don't. I mean, I memory serves, Jordan really believes in Nick Senzel. Um, either Jordan or Chris. I can't remember which one of them. They yeah. constantly ask me about Sinzel. So um, I get why he's former top prospect, but no. Yeah. Is he better than yeah. Dylan Moore even? Yeah. yeah. Maybe, but it's not definitely yes. So that, that scares me. <laughs> yeah. It's just, uh, there, there's a lot of risk involved here. And Brandon Williamson is, I mean, there's no sure thing when it comes to prospects, but I mean, no. Brandon Williamson kind of feels safe in a way to be at least a, number four like right. that's pretty useful i just i think i can get a lot better for brandon williamson agreed so sorry jordan i think i'm gonna have to give this like a 35 that's about right yeah all right well that's all the trades 
And that's going to do it for our show. And that's going to do it for this week, which has been a, an incredible struggle for me. We've had voice cracks. We've had coughing. We've had all this stuff. Some of it, some of which I've had to edit out successfully and you haven't had to be exposed to all of that. But it's been uh, it's been something <laughs> over the last few days with this cold. Hopefully I'll uh, sound a lot better on uh, on Monday. Uh, but uh, thank you. For joining us here on Locked On Mariners, for Colby Patnode, I'm Tidying Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. It's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z. And Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. And thank you again for making us your first listen of the day, just like you do here every day. We greatly appreciate your ongoing support. It's been incredible what you guys have been able to show us since the... Uh, the off season started. Um, our numbers have been going up pretty, pretty high. So clearly you guys are sharing uh, the show with, with people, you know, and all that stuff. And uh, we greatly appreciate that. Continue to do so. It's going to be a really fun off season. Hopefully we'll finally have some moves to talk about soon. Hopefully before the lockout opens. But, uh, but yeah, so we're going to be back on, uh, on Monday with our weekly mailbag. Be sure to send us your questions, whether they're Related to the Mariners or not on Twitter or via email at LockedOnMariners at gmail.com. And uh, make your second listen of the day, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. And just like us, their show is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So have yourself a beautiful baseball weekend, and we'll see you on Monday.